Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Energy Report. This is your host, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast. The Energy Report is your weekly and occasionally monthly uh, roundup of what's going on, what are the astrological influences, what can we expect. We look at a tarot card that kind of gives us some uh, advice for the week. And this week we're looking at the 8th through the 14th of March, 2021. We are right at that one-year anniversary um, of the um, pandemic uh, closures for us. Um, Really, this is such an intense time of just seeing how life has come full circle. I think many of us have just... (laughs) The life we're living right now is uh, vastly different than the life that we were living a year ago. And so um, it being Pisces season, the end of the energetic year, um, we're really taking into account all of this. And next week on the 20th, we've got the um, spring equinox. And that's a special time when we are given permission, basically, to spring forward, to grow forward, to launch, to give birth. Um It doesn't mean you need to feel pushed to do any of those things yet if you're still, you know, taking your time and being restful. Uh, But we will have that energetic increase. So really going through the last bits of the energetic year. And, uh, you know, it's a review period. It's a release period. Um, It's a a reflective period. And that's all going to come up this week. The uh, the theme that I've chosen this week is I burst the chains of separation with my curiosity and openness. I burst the chains of separation with my curiosity and openness. The tarot card that came out, it literally flew out of the deck. It was very interesting because I was thinking to myself, I was looking at the, um, just the placements of the moon for the week and I was thinking whoa, this moon babe is really up in the mix this week as I was shuffling and she decided to make her point that yes, that is true. She is all up in this mix. Um, The moon in astrology represents our inner persona, our emotions and moods, how we react to our environment and experiences. It's also connected to fertility and connection to the feminine principles of nourishment, nurturing, mothering, and receiving. So when badly aspected, the energy of the moon can really push up, not even badly aspect, aspected, uh, let me say just more intensely aspected. Um, it can really push up hidden instincts in us that are connected to um, what, we, um, what we may not have received that we needed as children, any abuse that was inflicted upon us as children. And when positively connected... The moon opens us up to our birthright of feelings, right? The full spectrum of we have the right to all of our feelings and that us connecting to them allows us to see how to care for ourselves more deeply. It allows us to see exactly where we're at. So 
you know, this week, what's coming up in the advice is that we may feel some deeply rooted fears coming up. You know, last week, there was a creative push, this creative potential, increasing passion within us. Um, Maybe you felt really pushed to get organized or to um, create in some way or collaborate in some way. Um, You know, there was a spark, a spark of passion and movement. And that's not all fun and games because there's nothing more terrifying than when you're being when, when you're on the precipice of change and especially change that can benefit you or you could get what you want what you've always wanted i mean that's terrifying stuff it can elicit all kinds of strange reactions in us self sabotage increased shadow self reactions anxieties you know so just because there's all this wonderful energy afoot um doesn't mean that we feel great about it necessarily. You know, we can still have a hard time with the energy. So this week, we might be seeing that, you know, perhaps we've been seeing that potential energy coming in, these wonderful ideas, oh my goodness, could it really be true? And then we start to go, I don't know if I can receive this. I'm uncomfortable receiving. Um, It can elicit fears of when you didn't get to receive when you're a child, the things that you, that you, um, the nurturing and the love that you've always wanted. You know, if no one ever cared for you the way that you truly needed and asked you what you needed, what you, um, what, what you want to feel good, you know, and supported and safe. If nobody did that for you when you were small, If somebody comes along when you're an adult and starts to do that, that can feel exceptionally triggering, right? So no matter what the good things are coming up in our lives, that can elicit just as much fear as if bad stuff was coming up, maybe more. So we're being asked with this card, the moon, don't be afraid of your feelings, the good, the bad, and the ugly ones. They should all be nurtured equally with compassion And when you feel fear arise this week, ask yourself, what can I do to apply compassion to my situation? How can I be my own best mother in this moment? This week begins on the explosive side again, as last week did a little bit, and it ends pushing for harmony and unconditional love with just a really wonderful new moon. We're letting ourselves be broken open to achieve a state of deeper compassion. We are wrapping up the learning of the last energetic year, the culmination of the joys and the pains and all of that just massive, massive fucking learning. Our dreams are vivid. We might be sleepier than usual um, because Pisces season is, is a, we're still in winter. It still feels kind of um, internal. Uh, escapism might be high right now, right? Like looking, pleasure seeking, looking for ways to numb out any painful feelings we have. So uh, apply compassion. That's the the salve. Um, Be your own best mother. You know, if you had, if somebody placed in your arms a tiny little baby, of course you would hold it close and support it. Are you hungry? Do you need to sleep? Do you need a cuddle? These are simple acts of love. This is how we should be treating ourselves this week.
I mean, this is how we should be treating ourselves all the time, but definitely tapping into that moon goddess this week, Monday the 8th. And some of this report is going to sound very repetitive. I thought about this when I was writing it, but it's a, it's like we are being really um, pushed hard this week to overcome our own bullshit and our own tendency to separate and to create separation uh, as opposed to connection. So the moon is going to conjunct Pluto both in Capricorn on Monday. Um, conjunctions are happening all week. They're super powerful. That's when two planets are at the same degree in the same sign. So that energy, that consciousness is really amplified, like really amplified. And that can be, it's not good or bad. It's just magnetized. So on Monday, the 8th, right off the bat, we might feel emotionally explosive. One aspect of the moon I haven't mentioned uh, in earlier today is that it's connected to our birth cultures and homeland too. So today I was driving down the road and I saw a Trump bumper sticker. And obviously I talk a lot about politics and shit on this podcast. Um, I, I feel if you've been a listener, you know my views. I'm a massive Bernie Sanders supporter. I've campaigned for him for the last five or six years. Um, those are my viewpoint. My viewpoints are everybody deserves a life of dignity. I am so happy to pay my taxes for everybody to have fucking health care and a living wage and whatever everybody needs to have an equal, have equal footing. So I'm not usually triggered by these things, uh, by Trump or whatever. Um, but this morning I saw this Trump bumper sticker and the T was the image of a burning cross. And this elicited in me, um, absolute complete rage. I wanted to run this man off the road and just fucking beat him fucking senseless. That's how I felt. I was like, this bumper sticker, he's a Trump supporter, so he's an idiot already. That's how I'm feeling. But then that image of the burning cross, you know, just so... It's Ku Klux Klan. That's what it is, right? And I'm like, the injustice, the fucking... I'm so angry. I just want to literally murder this man. And um, so that was my instinctual moon rearing up. Okay, I'm a child of an Indian man. I've grown up seeing, because uh, I grew up in England, seeing white supremacists beat my parents um, and experiencing how that kind of racism also affected me as a child, because my dad was also a fucking asshole because he was treated with disdain his whole life. And because of that, he went on to pass that on to his loved ones. So my instinctual moon reaction rearing up, I'm angry, I'm hurt, right? I'm not just hurt, obviously for myself, I'm hurt that anybody has this fucking frame of, of view. Um, so I notice this feeling, obviously I'm driving. So I switch gears cause I'm like, 
can't be holding this space. What am I going to do? Ram this fucking truck off the road? There's no, like, that's insane, (laughs) right? So I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I switch into compassion and understanding. Not for this ignorant fucker in front of me, for myself, (laughs) okay? You can't just switch on a dime and go, oh, I should be compassionate to this person who is living their life in such an abhorrent way. Okay, that's not going to happen. I had to just block that person out altogether and bring the understanding and compassion back to myself. So I realized where that emotion was coming from, and I tended to the wounds of that separation feeling. You see, when we feel separate, we feel helpless to the suffering in the world. But when we feel intrinsic connection, we realize how much we can achieve energetically with unconditional love. So I chose to tend to my own wounds so that I can more interact, I can more easily interact with others like this asshole in the truck, right? Trying to love others, like trying to switch gears and love others who are behaving in abhorrent ways is impossible if we don't first and foremost work on simply loving every aspect of ourselves and seeing where that wounding, that suffering, that anger, that rage what the root of that is, especially um, if it's connected to any part of ourselves that just feels unlovable or unworthy. So Pluto is a detective, and it brings attention to these secret parts of ourselves that we may have tried to hide from ourselves, okay, and other people, obviously. So with this, with Moon meeting with Pluto... In Capricorn, those structures that separate um, are really, we're becoming so aware of it. And we're also becoming aware that the solution is by shifting our own energy, right? It's not even about me shifting into a place of, I love you other. It's, I love me and I have to be that energy. And whenever I'm not feeling that energy. I'm in a place of separateness. It always comes back to the self. So perhaps Monday is a day where what's happening in our cultures especially hurts emotionally, you know, but we have to come home to ourselves first before we can try to interact with others or heal rifts with others. We have to find those elements of separation that are triggering us, that we're reacting from. And we have to just focus our attention on ourselves, on those places, not not on what that man in the truck's doing, not on what his ideas are, not on the trauma that he probably experienced to make himself, like, that made him into, you know, this unfeeling, unconscious person. It's um, being an example of self-compassion and self-love, even if we are only that in the privacy of our own home, we never see anybody ever again. We're always just by ourselves. That energetic vibration is so fucking powerful. It's all that really matters is to cultivate that compassion, that kindness, that unconditional love for self. And anything that we're going to do is going to have to come from us centering in that place first and foremost. You know, so when I then center in that place, 
and I can notice my own separation, I can notice my own pain, then I'm willing to accept and to love other people even when they are in their most ignorant states. Right, but we can't just go from one place to the other. We've got to come home to the self, check in with the self, and see what is it that I need to change about myself, my own, my own separation here that is creating a vibration that is not helping me um, or anybody else. Tuesday, the 9th of March, moon conjunct Saturn, both in Aquarius. So Saturn is the energy of restrictions and delays. It's father time. And with Aquarius, you know, that push for humanitarianism is really strong right now. So we might be thinking, we might be thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this fucking world, right? Because we're having this restriction, this delay towards humanitarianism. Um, but that's not the way that we're feeling. We're feeling really pushed. We want to free ourselves. Um, we want to free others, you know, and what the fuck is wrong with this fucking world? That's a train of thought we might tap into on this, on this day because we're being emotionally, um, prodded, you know, um, and what is it that makes some humans believe others should not make a living wage? You know, what is it that keeps them from being caring or feeling a duty to one another? It can really feel tragic to comprehend that. And that is that energy of Saturn in Aquarius and the moon really touching on our emotions about it. Um, you know, the answers, it's tragic to comprehend these things. The answers to those questions, what is it that makes people act so... Um, unfeeling towards one another. Um, it's going to come from a lot of varied reasons, but the root is always going to be a separation from self, a separation from the collective consciousness, you know, a separation from a feeling that there is a benevolence and a multitude of blessings available for all of us, for all of us, without ever needing to hoard or inflict pain on others to survive. The fact is that some of us have evolved and some have not. Some of us have come from evolved ancestry and some have not. Some are actively choosing not to evolve and some are actively choosing to evolve. So those who are actively evolving understand that we don't need to live the way we are to survive. There is another way. But others are so led by their instincts rather than conscious choosing that they cannot even see that there's another way. So again, this energy, the best any of us can do is to find any places inside of ourselves that we are absolutely, it's our job to evolve and help ourselves to shift out of fear consciousness and into connection and love. Be the change, right? So anywhere where we are miserly in our love, where we feel that someone else can take away our happiness. Um, that's the energy we want to heal, that we want to really tap into. There's enough. There's more than enough. We don't have to compete with other. If you're a practitioner, 
someone opening a practice across the street from you, that's not your competition. There's enough to go around. You know, if you're an artist and you're afraid that, you know, there's so many artists making ceramics now, oh, I can't, I, I couldn't do it. No, this is like, there's enough for all of us to be living a life of purpose and, um, and creativity without it being at someone else's expense. And so we're really going to be feeling into that. What structures do we have that are, um, that are, that we buy into in our lives that are actually stopping us from evolving? The moon will be touching on those places and we'll be kind of feeling into uh, what needs to change. On Wednesday, the 10th of March, we've got the sun now conjuncting Neptune, both in Pisces. So the sun, which is our collective identity, currently in Pisces, the sign of unconditional love and compassion, the last sign in the zodiac, it's meeting with Neptune, also in Pisces, at home in Pisces. And this is a powerful meeting. Neptune rules Pisces. Those fears we feel, you know, those breakdowns we may be having emotionally, we can start to see the creative and loving answers now. Neptune wants us to break free of the illusion of separation by realizing and working to master the ego moment to moment by choosing love, love of self, love of other, the shadow sides. And this is true of any Piscean energy is going to be illusion, fantasy, escape. Are we seeing things as they really are or how we wish them to be? Now, this can be just as true of seeing things in a negative light or seeing things in a positive light, right? We can do both. We can be looking at a toxic relationship and think with stars in our eyes, right? With like rose-colored glasses. Or we can be looking at a healthy relationship and being like, where's the bad stuff? When's the rug going to get pulled out? This person will fuck me over too. Right? So it really goes any which way. It's up to us moment to moment to be connecting into what's the reality here and what's being um, motivated by my, an identity I've gathered for myself. If you have an identity of victimization, any situation, good or bad, is going to be painted in that light. So although reality can be a hard pill to swallow at times, Ultimately, knowing the truth of our experiences is liberating. It is freeing. It does lead us to have more compassion. So again, Saturn and Aquarius currently working to free us from structures that have confined our ability to unconditionally care for ourselves and others. But we must be willing to see ourselves and our lives with open eyes, curious and willing to adapt. And I think with the sun, our identity conjunct the ego destroyer. Neptune, letting go of any victimization that may be permeating your thoughts is going to be so important. You know, letting go of the illusion of separation. That, that cannot be our identity anymore as a people, as a, as a human race. We're not separate. You know, we're not. We are 100% connected to every other living being here. And we should honor that. And um, we honor that 
by choosing compassion for self, by being the energy of compassion, which means applying it to the self first and foremost. Friday, the 12th of March, we've got Moon conjunct Neptune plus Venus, both in Pisces. So now not only is our identity, we're, we're identifying where we have made uh, separation part of our identity, and now the Moon comes in and we feel what that separation, uh, what kind of emotion it's causing in us, what kind of energy it's cultivating. So with yesterday's forceful connection to our identity, we're fully, we're fully understanding emotionally now what needs to be done. And then Venus is joining in on what could actually be a total love fest if we allow it. All of this energy is very dreamy. Um, it's very loving. It could be very sweet and compassionate and soft and creative and intuitive. Um, you are exquisitely lovable and worthy is what this energy wants us to really tap into. And so is all of mankind. Every single being on earth is lovable and worthy of life. And not just the act of life, of dignity in life. So we can rise above our current energetic circumstances by shifting our own perspective to one of understanding and care. We want to stay present to any discomfort emotionally. We want to nurture it. So not avoid it, not run away from it, not beat up on it, not make it worse. Um, not try to just be happy through it or make it all positive. We want to really be present to whatever it is we're feeling and feel it fully. Nurturing doesn't mean bypassing. It means just the same things as with a baby. Just like I said, I mentioned earlier, you know, how can I nourish you? How can I feed you, hold you, help you to rest so that through this discomfort of growing, you know, you can feel safe and supported in the process. And that's only something we can do for ourselves. Staying present to the discomfort also means nurturing ourselves with solutions that stick rather than quick fixes like alcohol, drugs, and sex. You know, and I'm not saying never drink alcohol, never have sex. I'm just saying only we know when we are avoiding something inside of ourselves. And so we're choosing instant gratification. We can enjoy life. We can be who we truly are. We can ask for what we really need. We can be seen and heard by one another. If we see and hear ourselves first and foremost, and to do that, we need the clarity and the sobriety, you know, and that could be work sobriety, that could be, you know, whatever. If we take that time to really connect into that, then we can allow ourselves to receive from every other channel too. So take care to be present. Enjoy any softness you might be experiencing. And if things are good and you feel uh, really motivated creatively and compassionately, that's amazing. Just let yourself really um, marinate in that. The week really culminates on the 13th of March when we have a new moon in Pisces and Venus is also conjunct Neptune uh, and they're both in Pisces. 
the love fest really is continuing. We're one week away from our spring equinox, so we're nearing the end of Pisces season. And this is a wonderful, loving new moon to bring us back to our most innocent, creative, compassionate natures. Everything is coming full circle. All of the work of the week, I think, is going to be we like, we're seeing our ancestral lines. We're seeing what we inherited. We're seeing what's wrong in the world. We're seeing what we need to love more in ourselves. And then this new moon is this portal of power of being able to actually do that loving. This new moon is, um, we're ready to explode and be reborn, you know, to move past the density of those ancestral lines we inherited. We're going to start to refuse to be held prisoner by doubt and insecurity, you know, of not being seen and heard, of not stating what we need, of rejection, of separation. We know that we're never separate. When you know you're never separate, then you know you can never be abandoned. You can never be denied what it is that is your birthright, which is that you are a lovable, worthy human being. And that love is available to us all the time, just not sometimes from some people. So there's a magnificent force being released in this wonderful group of individuals that are evolving on earth right now. And this is a power that overthrows all our bullshit and reveals our true nature. And we humans, even if it's not all fucking humans, we, me, you, as humans, can be a force of beauty in this world of a light, if we're willing to recognize ourselves as such, and that's what this new moon wants us to do, recognize ourselves as these absolutely wonderful, beautiful, loving, compassionate creatures. Compassion is happiness. It really is. It brings about happiness. It brings about connection and understanding all things that we want. We want to be understood. We want to be cared for. And we, in turn, want to give those things to other people. So this is a wonderful way to end the week. I'm so excited that we are nearing the end of this um, season. Uh, not because it's, not because I don't like Pisces season, but because we've earned this amazing closure to a absolutely... Um, I mean, this is a year for the history books, you know, this has been a massive, massive year of growth. And I think we've earned the right to really rejuvenate and rest and reflect in this energy to bring ourselves back to our loving natures, um, to bring ourselves back to connection, especially through all of the separation we've experienced. I will be holding Upstate, um, it's an hour and a half from the city in Mountaindale, New York at my space, a spring equinox sound bath that is also connected to an event at the uh, apothecary across the street. So I'll, you'll be spending an hour, if you decide to come, there's a room for five people. The first hour you'll be making a beauty product and having a, a star ritual uh, ceremony and uh, tea ceremony. Uh, for the spring equinox and you'll be coming across the street and doing a sound bath energy healing with me it's 133 dollars per person masks are worn throughout the entire process um, only five people could come because of distancing if that's something that interests you if you have a car uh, come and visit you know it's 6 to 8 p.m on saturday the 20th 
I want to thank all of the monthly energy report supporters, everybody that um, the patrons uh, on Patreon who helped to support the availability of this. I'm so appreciative of you. Um, it does cost money to do these reports um, in terms of like the hosting, sending out the newsletters, all of those things are um, monthly fees that I pay. So I really do appreciate others helping me to offset those costs and also just uh, supporting me as I um, use this as a channel for teaching. I don't want to make this a paid channel because I want for people to be able to receive uh, this information um, regardless. If you are able to give anything, you can Venmo a donation to me. You can become a $5 patron on Patreon. This week, a special thank you again to Betsy, as well as Rio and Samantha for your Venmo donations. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support and the energy sent to me. Thank you so much to everybody who supported me through, um, with just like your love and your well wishes uh, through my um, oral surgeries last month. Um, uh, one of my clients, Grace, sent me a beautiful peace lily that's in the space, and my friend sent me these little loving packages, and I mean, if I felt at all separate from my family who were not supportive, <laughs> who did not check in to make sure I was okay, I definitely felt connection from you guys, my extended family, my real energetic family. You know, because really my family on this earth are those uh, that are traveling the similar path to me, that have the same system of values. I find that to be a family that is much more nourishing than my birth family. And that doesn't mean that I don't love my birth family, but I really love all of you guys who are working to create more beauty, more compassion, more love in the world. That is just, um, it's so fucking hard to do it. It's so painful to do it. And um, so I choose to really actively send my energy to my friends, you guys, uh, my energy of support, of understanding, of knowing how hard it is to be getting through these awakening shifts or these growth shifts that we're having. Um, you know, but also to tell you, you're fucking killing it. You're absolutely killing it. Lots of love, everybody. I will tune in next week. Uh, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can visit my website, www.rebeccaconran.com for my astrology and, um, healing sessions. Um, looking forward to seeing you all soon. Lots of love.